0: Hello and welcome to the Canyons Are Calling Podcast. I'm Cheryl Jocelyn, your host for the show. So first of all, I want to thank everybody who shared the podcast with their friends to help me grow the show for the podcast birthday party. The winner for the 120-foot rope was JT Zam off of Instagram. Thank you so much for sharing the episode with your friends He also mentioned that he was one of the first people that bought a beer glass from me and he loves to sip beverages. I don't know what he drinks out of his beer glass while he listens to the podcasts. So that's super awesome. Um, He also did mention that he's coming to Zion this summer with his son. So yeah, definitely shout out to me and I will give you some information on Emily Canyon. I've done it twice when it was full and once when it was empty So have a little bit of experience with that canyon. I love it. One of my favorites. It's brutal, but it's an awesome one. So yeah, let us know when you're in town. Maybe we'll get a drink or something, do a canyon. That'd be awesome. Anyway, I also want to thank all my new Patreon members. I more than doubled my Patreon just in February alone, which really, really warms my heart. Um, This podcast takes quite a bit of work. And even though I do minimal editing, <laughs> um, it does take some time just to research the stories and do the editing and get it out to you guys. So if you appreciate what I do on this podcast, you can join our Patreon group. It's just a way to uh, help financially support this podcast. All of the support from this show comes from the listeners, like you guys, that <laughs> that, um, that support through Patreon. So you can do that. Um, at patreon.com slash Calling. for as little as $2 a month up to like $20 a month, whatever you feel my time is worth to you with that, you get to join our monthly Canyon calls every, the first Wednesday of every month. We have a Canyon group meeting where we just meet on Google meeting and chat canyons for an hour or whatever. <laughs> have special guests on there from time to time. Also, the only place that I post who I'm going to have interviews with upcoming um, is on Patreon. I feel like if you're financially supporting my show, then you should be able to ask my guests questions. So that's another benefit of um, joining my Patreon. So if you would like to do that again, it's um, patreon.com slash thecanyonsarecalling. Also, on my website, thecanyonsarecalling.com, I have those awesome pub glasses. They are really nice, thick insulated glass. I like to stick them in the freezer and have them just nice and cold ready for an after Canyon beer or whatever. Um, I also have dog tug toys that are made out of Emily Canyon gear rope. I have, um, all different colors and styles on there. So my dog loves them. She's a pit bull and she knows the difference between her toys and my Canyon ropes. So, That's pretty cool. Some people were a little bit worried about that, but just keep your dog toys away from your canyon gear and teach your dog the difference. They're pretty smart. So anyway, if you're interested in those, it's thecanyonsarecalling.com. I also have an Amazon link on there for um, people's favorite canyon snacks. So if you already shop on Amazon, you can use that link to get yourself some awesome canyon snacks. Anyway, enough of me rambling on... Um, today I have with me Jasmine Lee. I actually did this interview back in November and I have been waiting for her to get me some information. So I'm just going to go ahead and post this anyway. She is always out on super long excursions. I know she did another like two week Canyon and she was on a seven day adventure and she's just super busy. So she will eventually get me the top of maps that we talked about and the list of the, um, Taiwan canyons that she should suggest that people do. And I will post that on my website when I get it. But I'm going to go ahead and post this interview without it. So let's go to Taiwan and talk with Jasmine. If you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into canyoneering. Uh,
1: Okay. Uh, I started my river tracing life like 20 years ago in the college of the mountaineering club. So the river trailing we call sawanobori in Japanese. It's like uh, climbing up the waterfall and go up by the waterway to the peak. It's a kind of activity in Asia and from Japan. I heard last some British people also do that.
0: Okay, so that, you're going from the bottom of the canyon up the canyon.
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. And to the so if we make the waterfall, huh. we just climb up by like eight climbing or three climbing.
0: Okay. So it's totally uh, up, like
1: opposite from a canyon. Mm-hmm. Then I, when we do the like the go back home, it's canyon. When we find the river is too difficult, we go down. So it's canyon. And I started thinking, is there any more safety way to go down the river? Or sometimes the river is too difficult for climb up. So we will do approach. And during the approach, you will feel in, oh, I want to see the river, the gorge inside. What I'm missing it? so there must be a way to go down, which the waterfall you cannot climb up. All the deep gorge, you cannot get in by upper way. Then that's the point I start to thinking to learn kayaking. Because the Sawa AKA river tracing, it's like uh, basic on um, rock climbing. It also go into the water, but you know it's from bottom to the up. So you know every situation, you know already. Okay. Then, uh, if you go down, that's totally unknown way. So find a way to go into the gorge, which I'm missing. Is the time I start to hang up. So I wrote a project to the government, say I want to combine the Easter and western outdoor culture in river and I went to in France for learning canyon. Yep.
0: Okay, awesome. I
1: also good to introduce the activity, Savanoboli, AKA river tripping in Asia. So now I get the freeway, go up or go down. Also, I feel exhausted every time I need to go up the river, but I need to go down the mountain by mountaineering way. I feel boring. So if there is a way, go up by Sawanoboli, river climbing to the top, then can you down in other side of the mountain. That would be cool.
0: Hmm. Mm, I see what you're saying. That um, does sound fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's also <laughs> a kind of reason I go then, when then came on. Okay. Awesome. And it all start like uh, 12 years ago. Oh no, 2012. Yeah. Okay. I started canyon. I started in 2011. So. Mm, okay. Been doing about the so same time. <laughs> in Japanese. So you're editor of my river life.
0: Awesome. Okay, so um, tell us about the Kenyans in Taiwan. What are they like over there?
1: Canyon in Taiwan now exploring. So thank you for the, the expedition. 2016 Kenya uh, in Taiwan, which is a team, uh, combined with like eight member from seven countries. And we're supposed to go to a big plane. It's, uh River called Chakan River. Then it takes like thirteen days for river climbing way. So all information of the river is clear. Then we plan to go down the river by Kenyon way. And weather is too. It was worst. So we separate. We change the plan. Separate the tripers the. Five days planned in Marisang River for canyoning, and other days for short canyoning in Taiwan. So by this expedition, we also open many new canyons, which is difficult well for training and education. Then we start the potential of canyoning in Taiwan. So. Now we have many rivers, which are like uh, international standard because the grade was made by my other team member. They know other canyons around the world well. So we have much river that we can build a system step by step. People can go easy canyon, then middle canyon and high level canyon. So they learn canyoning by system way. Uh, It's start exploring like it's two years. It's pretty hot here now. And most of Mm -hmm. the people who do river tracing, they also do Kenyoing now because they are also curious of the river they approach. What is that inside?
0: Right. Okay. Mm. Nice.
1: It's a Chatham river. Then it's long like a 15 kilometer, and the watershed is 276 square kilometer. And you start the, from the top of the mountain, 3069 meter to 50 meter. So it's 3000. Then in 14 days. So it's something. Interesting. We find the typical river is the same days by canyoning, uh, by river climbing way and canyoning way. We were thinking canyoning will be faster, but actually it's also many technical parts in air pipe canyoning. So it's just the same to climb it up. So the Chakan River is located in the east and north Taiwan. And it's a limestone river. Mm. So it's like a uh, cave in the church. Yeah. It's everything it looks so, how to say, big and uh, elegant. Then after 13 days, me and my another two member, Japanese friend, We are going down the river. So we also pass through all the parts we've done climbing up before, and it's totally unknown. It's three sections, then all the sections have the waterfall more than 60 or 80, and the huge lake. Mm-hmm. We call the lake like a go-to hill.
0: Oh, well. <laughs> Do you have to swim across the lake? Did you have to swim across the lake?
1: Yes, we need Oh, wow. Well. It's unknown for the next waterfall. You know that.
0: Yeah. Oh, man.
1: But every time we need to leave the rope there for the last waterfall and go for the two waterfalls to make sure we can keep going and down and yeah. come back. Come back and get your...
0: Okay. Have you done the canyon again since then? Uh, you, no. Okay, just that one time.
1: Forty days, no more. Right.
0: I was wondering if, um, like the first descent took longer, and then it would take less time later uh, on because you knew okay. it was coming.
1: It's the expedition boat, so it will not live there long. I guess everything need to start from the zero again. If I go again, I would like to use helicopter because it is no fun to carry a 35-kilogram pack climbing up the mountain to, to 3069. Yeah, so one time. Yeah, but we do climbing up first time, uh, also the same days. So we was talking about me and my member my friend was talking about, what the fuck, we are here for two times. Why? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, one time going up, one time going down. It's totally like two different
0: river. Yeah. Yeah, somebody said on a podcast last time, when you're doing a canyon, you need to always turn around because then you see twice as much canyon. And the, I guess the yes. way you guys are doing it, you're going up one way and coming back down the other way. You're seeing twice as much yeah, canyon. Yeah. That's awesome. We have
1: second life of the river.
0: That's cool. So, like, what kind of issues did you guys encounter in that 14-day canyon, aside from having to backtrack every rappel?
1: Uh, How much? Honestly, I forget it. But <laughs> I
0: think
1: it's more than 30. Oh no, 20, more than 20. Then we bought him for yeah. It's around 20. I need to check the map. We have a kind of map called sawanobori map. Mm-hmm. Then my Japanese team member he made it. And it's different. It's very interesting. In uh, the canyoning, the topo is vertical vertical, going down, going down, going down. Okay. But in Asia, for Sawanobori map, Asia topo is like a bird view from the top. Oh, okay. Yes. Huh. So it's a different way. I can come to you and write you how much water for inside and how many meter it is. Yeah, if so you could send I the
0: like map, the- that would be cool too, just to see the yes, difference. Yes,
1: also you okay. Sawanobori map.
0: Yeah. Um, Okay, I was sent to. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Okay. Mm. Um, so Andrew had also mentioned that you did an awesome canyon in New Zealand that took three days—the Gloomy Gorge.
1: Yes. You
0: want to talk uh, talk about that one a little monster. bit? <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, after, because Chaka River, what I talk about is a dream for all the team members from we are students. We heard about the Chakan River in Taiwan and I want to go and my Japanese team member want to go. Then after we finish Chakan River, it's like okay, what can we do next one? We like losing our dream. And we see we saw the blooming gauge on the page cover of the geography magazine. OK, that's it. We find next one.
0: <laughs> usually,
1: people are into to the first descent of the canyon. But I think if the canyon is good, it doesn't matter that you are the first one or the next one. So Gourmet Gorge was made by uh, was first scouting by French team. Then it's uh finish complete by a new zealand team It's a french guy who lived in a long stay in new zealand and after they finish it we go nobody repeat we went there a few years later and there was overnight in the grooming goes by accident uh, not accident uh, they didn't think they were overnight in the gorge. but we planned we okay. go overnight and three nights. We are Asian. We used to live in the <laughs> gorge right. when we do something. So we finish in the four days, three nights, and it was an awesome trip. Gourmet is the best.
0: Yeah, I was reading about the first ascent, and they said it was one of the most amazing yet terrifying places they had ever been through. And I was like, wow, that sounds incredible.
1: Mm, it's the um, one of my best memory. So did you... When
0: when I was reading about the first ascent, I read that they were able to do it because they were... It was like a drier year. Did you go when it was wetter and more flowing, or was it still a dry time when you went?
1: I think it's dry time. Okay. Yeah, because it, you you got no chance when it's high water level or yep. the snow just smell. So even the dry time is still high. Yeah. So we went to the bottom to see the mark which the first team mark on the maybe also second team I'm not sure who marked the water level and we compare of the photo. Okay! It's, ava- it's available.
0: Gotcha. Cool. Okay. Nice. Mm. That's smart. But we
1: went to New Zealand for scouting two times before. Okay. Um, we like think about, do we have a, an ability for it? And all the natural environment, are we get use of it? Do we know how the snow smell amounts of a river? Because you know the water in Asia, Taiwan and Japan is most from raining, not snow smell.
0: snow, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, so after two times scouting, we got a great member from Japan. Then we finished it finally. Nice. So it's not so simple. I am like I'm glad to tell people how you organize a expedition It's not so simple as we usually think. You might fail, and you might need to take time to scouting yeah. and do the logistics in
0: advance. Yeah. So, what would you say to people that want to get into these expedition type canyon adventures? Hmm.
1: What... Uh, like, what, what type of
0: advice would you give people?
1: First, you need to find a river you really love. <laughs> so you have uh, motivation and uh, plan. you are not making it for title and you are not making it for well-known, you make it but you want to in it. Then you have much patience and energy for it. So the advice for me is find the river, the gorge, the canyon you really love. Then you learn how to do the long trip, or overnight or not overnight. And most interesting part is how to do ultralight weight. Yeah. yeah. Uh interesting part for canyoning is is the weight is not different by which kind of river you go. You always will need three rope. One for repairing, one for uh retrieve, one for backup security. Mm-hmm. So even so it doesn't matter two people, three people, or 10 people. So weight issue is the most important issue in expedition of canyon? Mm. Yeah. So we have some trip for that, about the food, about the gear we use. And the most important for The long expedition is the wait for airplane. Hmm. How to bring the gear and not pay another ticket for the gear.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, because that gets heavy. (laughs) For sure. Hmm.
1: The most difficult moment for us is usually the time you board in. More scale and go into canyon
0: right
1: (laughs) for sure so during the expedition people usually wear their canyon shoes to go air to go the plant uh flight and um, bring all the carabiner in the pack carry pack and try to explain juma is not dangerous to us on a plane (laughs)
0: Well, we were flying back from Costa Rica, and some of us had carabiners in our carry-on and got through security totally fine, and other people had carabiners in the carry-on and they gave them crap about it. It was really weird.
1: Carabiners are like, really fine. Yeah. As uh, the piton and uh, Juma. Hmm. You know, Juma have yeah. chiefs.
0: Like, one person ended up having their knife on their belt, like, with their harness, whoa, and that went whoa, whoa. through fine. And then, like, I don't know, it was really funny, like, what went through and what got harassed. I don't know.
1: Um,
0: Traveling's fun. Story
1: I, <laughs> the most interesting story I ever heard is one of my friend's friends, and uh, he's a German. He brings the battery of the door through the, uh, to go to the airport. Uh-huh. And it was 4 or 6. So when the package passed the x-ray, it looks totally like a bump. Huh. So he the... <laughs> got people him very soon. Who are you? Where are you from?
0: Right. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> uh-huh. That's awesome. It's always interesting going through security <laughs> at an airport.
1: Yeah, so for expedition, <laughs> This is a kind of detail from the beginning. Yeah. And once you start it smoothly and get the well prepared in time in local at local, your expedition usually already success like fifty percent. So what yeah. the suggest I get people is if you don't feel you prepare enough, just do it next time. And if you don't feel it's everything okay when you arrive at a place, just give yourself and your team the time. Well prepare and go mm-hmm. into the canyon safely.
0: Yeah, that's great advice, for sure. Follow those instincts.
1: Yeah, usually we will be rushed, we need to make the goal. we need to get a window, but it makes everything more difficult, in my experience.
0: Mm-hmm. Or sometimes the weather doesn't cooperate and you've spent so much time preparing and getting to the place that you just really want to do that canyon and, you know, sometimes things are out of your control, the canyon will be there later, even if it takes 10 years to yeah. get there again. <laughs>
1: But I think it's also a kind of ability for the alpine, the people do alpine canyoning, to get used with the change and the accident. Mm -hmm. So once you get used of it and feel peaceful to go through it, usually you get better results. For example, we can uh, go check on the expedition team in 2016, the global team. So the water level is too high in Japan. But we got Marisan Canyon, uh, it's also a five-day trip. And we make a film for it, a, accommodation, a documentary for that. Okay. And we also, also three. I think three and four very good training canyon in Taiwan. So it's even better. And we still finish it in next year.
0: Nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So once you get used to feel comfortable in the change, like the weather, you got Mm -hmm. something better than you you imagined before.
0: Right. That's awesome. Good point.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: For sure. So is there an essential piece of gear that you always carry with you when you're out on an adventure?
1: Mm, the gear I bring is the same like other canyons. The interesting part is the floating anchor. Floating anchor was usually people bring, uh, make by the pack. like take off all the gear and put it to the waterfall to make a guideline. Mm-hmm. So we don't use our pack. We bring another extra pack, small pack, okay. to do in floating anchor. That's the interesting part. Then other the gear I think is interesting for uh, ultra light canyoning is Tyvek. Do you know Tyvek is a kind of fabric which used in construction, and it's very light, strong paper. So use that you can sleeping on your wet suit, so you don't need to bring your mat. Ah, oh, okay. You know, interesting one for ultra light canyoning and uh, let me check also pen. in taiwan we have a uh, uh, hornet during autumn so pen is important for me and also net hook for mm. avoid the uh, insect because during canyoning you cannot during belaying you cannot move if you get the honey around you. I but And, uh, yes. Um, another interesting one is dental frozen. You know, dental frozen. That's for teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good for fix and saw your gear in Kenya.
0: Ah, I would not have thought of that. That uh, is, is a good cool. idea. For sure.
1: And that's, uh, Interesting gear I will bring for long expedition.
0: Hmm. Mm. That's interesting.
1: Yeah, and also, uh, we eat the dry rice in the long canyon or long expedition. Okay. Um, we need to find, uh, We need to charge protein or calorie every day. Mm-hmm. So we bring a kind of meat powder in Asia. Hmm. It's high calorie and made my, my meat, but it's a powder. And every night we add how many ground in the rice to, it's delicious. And you can control the amount and it's light. So yeah. you just decide how many calories you need and put it in the rice. Mm.
0: That sounds interesting. It's
1: more delicious than pudding.
0: More delicious than pudding? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, so after you get done with the canyon, what's your favorite beverage?
1: Of course, beer.
0: Yes. And <laughs> um, also beer
1: in the nature. I forget the name. Uh, I forget the word. Um, indigenous village. Barbecue is the best Hmm. beer with Aboriginal village barbecue. It's also best memory of the, I guess Andrew also agree. That's the best memory of the barbecue. Uh, Aboriginal people, indigenous people in Taiwan, they have talent to make barbecue. Hmm. So If you come to Taiwan for can please try to try uh, indigenous barbecue in the local village
0: if we do come to taiwan and we only have a few days what are some of the canyons that we should hit
1: uh, i would like to recommend uh, there's a list in taiwan the best 10. then uh, after the expedition of 2016 and uh, i also invite the people come to taiwan for canyoning education like guess CIC and the people also from every association then so for the education you need to have classroom good canyons so by running the course we also open enough uh, international label canyons in Taiwan but one is yes, it's called Taiji River Taiji canyon. Chi is best recommend. It's impresses everyone. That is the only one all the team members say, I would like to bet again.
0: Hmm.
1: I will show you the photo.
0: Yeah. Awesome.
1: Chi Canyon. So Taiji Canyon might be the spot of the trip. And there's another 10 good river. I can update you the list and you can put it okay. on, the, on the website. Part. Okay. Mm.
0: That sounds awesome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. Do you have any other Canyon stories you want to talk about or any safety advice you want to leave our listeners with?
1: Mm. Let me check. <laughs> okay. What is the one really good food for a snack in Canyon? Beef jerky and pork jerky is different. Uh, In Asia, it's really like a steak in the canyon. You would like to have it, but it's hard to import or buy in other countries. So once you come in, try to bring it to into the canyon. And yeah, that's all. And we still have a project in New Zealand, South Island. So we will beg again.
0: Awesome. (laughs) So as soon as you can travel again, you're going back to New Zealand.
1: Yes, and one thing is interesting in Taiwan of the canyon development now. Uh, we because of COVID nineteen, so more people go into outdoor because they cannot go overseas to do their, uh, their overseas trip. Now, there were many accidents happen now in Taiwan in the mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, some people they go get the lost in the mountain and they go into canyon or waterline and we don't have enough uh, technical for secure for rescue land so far before so people who do mountain rescue usually only used to like hiking way
0: right? and
1: we okay. can use canyon technical now to uh, research the waterline so it's like a Final puzzle of the family or the friend of the people who lost. Because it was usually a pity. Like, we search every area except
0: down camera. there, because they can't get there.
1: Yeah, yeah so now we that's can use it in mountain rescue. That's yeah, that's a good way, I, th- I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely something to consider because people cannot always rescue you from where you need to be rescued from. For sure.
1: Uh, I don't get it. Can you say it again?
0: Sometimes people don't have the skills to rescue you from where you are, right? That's where like, they can't get to you if you need to be rescued. So that's something yes, to consider. So you need to be more safe what? out there.
1: Yeah, so what we have in mind when we go expedition is you cannot require any people come rescue you yeah it was it's too just dangerous
0: can't count on it or
1: even the same level for that so you need to prepare everything as you don't have people for rescue mm-hmm. so what you call out is only um how to say it? let the people know where is your body
0: Right. <laughs> that's what
1: all, all you can looking for. even people don't rescue you, you can understand it. That's when you do the expedition you need to have this kind of strong mind. Yeah. In other yes.
0: For sure. Mm. Good point. <laughs> all right, well, and one other-
1: One thing. Yeah, I can share in with you. One time we go uh, most difficult. After Chakan, there is another most difficult canyon exists in Taiwan. It's called Kasa River. Um, it's really an epic canyon, and I done it with another two uh, great uh, member, Onishi Yoshi and uh, Akira Tanaka. Um. During the time we go going out, we find a body who some people just uh, drop, how to say that, like, fall down to the riverbed. And we were thinking there's uh, the best male. And this not the an animal, it's a body. Right. After we going out, we noticed the place and the government and firemen start to make a, a rescue of the people. Actually, it's not called rescue. It's research. But coming. in Asia, it's important to bring people home. Yeah. Even if it's not alive.
0: Right.
1: So uh, we are glad we can have uh, this kind We can help somebody's family. Yeah, at least.
0: Also, yeah, yeah. So, we oh, were yeah. they able to find out who it was and let their family know?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. they are the uh, overseas worker from Vietnam. Mm, Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, So they doing the uh, wood cutting job in Taiwan. Then oh. they get lost there and fell yeah. down. Oh man. And what I'm thinking is, it's not the first time of my experience, because we went the canyon for the expedition, and usually nobody there. So we do find another people when we went Hokkaido, is a northern area of Japan, and um, we climb canyon down for the ice canyon and we find like a human body, uh, how to say all clothes is there and Mm -hmm. like a human body, just no body inside. Mm -hmm. And after we going down for the waterfall, we find a bottle in the lake, in the next lake. There's a bottle circling around and I was thinking, what? Is that really the how does it bottle later? So we get up it from the edge. Then there's there is a later in the bottle, and this mm. ski. He I think he doing ski and he fell down into the camp. Then he find he cannot. Alive or nobody will come here. It's too difficult to reach. So he write down his telephone number and address and his name. And he even writing down about because I'm frozen. So the road, the words, what I write might be not the same like I write before, Hmm. but it's me. Yeah, it's really thankful. It's really Japanese, right? (sighs) So we're going down. Then we make a call. And they... It's really a person get lost half years ago. And the rescue team already went to search him for four times, but no result. And finally, she find by us. Wow. So this is the Special experience for me, help people home. Yeah, somebody you I will need other people's help too,
0: right? I mean,
1: uh, that's people home,
0: yeah, definitely give their family closure, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Mm. That's awesome that you Mm. can do that, but it's got to be hard come across
1: and it's not hard for me it's it's like uh, helping people home yeah so you don't feel scared of the body Mm. you just feel okay let me know the people who care you yeah that's good that they
0: can finally have closure for their lost person
1: yes it's a case close and uh, finally complete everything for the people who are still alive
0: for sure Hmm. (sighs) Wow. (laughs) May that not happen to us, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to use my technical in it. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Is is that myself feel not so selfish because I'm going out only for myself?
0: That's true. That is. That's a good way to look at it. So you are. Yeah, it's a good
1: way to talk but okay. But I like it.
0: <laughs> still gonna be selfish. Still gonna go out there. But if I come across things, I'll let you know. <laughs> and is there
1: cool. anything you could curious about Taiwan or Asia?
0: You know, yeah. um, I had talked to Andrew one time about canyons in japan which i didn't even realize that they would be there for some stupid reason but then in talking to you this week i've been doing some research and they look incredible they look i mean the water is so blue and there's so much greenery like i'm from the desert so we have no trees and you're like in a jungle over there (laughs) so it just looks like a completely different world yeah as soon as we're able to travel again that's definitely higher on my list than it used to be for sure
1: Japan Canyon is amazing. And what is the best in Taiwan? We don't
0: have snow. That's awesome. (laughs) We can't in all cities. That's really cool. Um, Is there a better time of year to go than, like... Uh,
1: The best time for Taiwan is from the middle of October to the next April. Okay. autumn and the winter. So water level is good and no Typhoon.
0: Very cool. Mm-hmm. Good to know. We'll have to plan a trip as soon as the world is letting us travel yeah. again.
1: Yeah, let's, <coughs> let's make a dream during COVID-19.
0: Right. That's all we're living on now. Exploring close to yeah. home. It's awesome. <laughs> mm.
1: Um, if I have chance,
0: I'm go to go Costa Rica next year. Ooh, Costa Rica! Yeah, I went to Costa Rica right before COVID happened. We were coming back in February, last um, 2020, and it's amazing there. Okay,
1: would like to.
0: Yeah, the canyons up there are really, really beautiful. Mm. Also, and definitely like more green and blue water than I get to see here. So it was fun.
1: So I. My friend was that time, too, so maybe we are joining the same project. It was invited by a yeah. personality person, Kenyon. No? Who was it? Oh, it's too difficult to pronounce. No. I don't remember. <laughs> I will send it. I will send it. Anyway, we hmm. might have a chance to meet in Kenyon.
0: Yeah, that'd be awesome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. All right, is there anything else you'd like to add before we say goodbye? No. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, thank you for your invite. Yeah, um, no,
0: thank you very much for talking to us. It's exciting to hear about uh, canyons across. Yes. Then
1: yeah. um, also, let me know when the, your link. Um, the canyon is calling, right?
0: Yeah, the canyons and are calling.
1: Uh, among it, for you.
0: Yeah, and I have um, the website thecanyonsarecalling.com. I'll send okay. you a, I will a link for that too.
1: In the, in the, we have a community. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, a, it's called Rigging, uh, Canyoning and Rigging mm. of Taiwan. Okay. So I will invite you inside and I will put uh, your information on it.
0: That'd be awesome. Get
1: some
0: mm. Asian listeners on board. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for your time. Okay. Well, that concludes my interview with Jasmine. I am going to have links to the canyons that she did, the Gloomy Gorge and Chaka Canyon. And you guys got to go look at the pictures. They are fantastic. They look like such beautiful places. Like she said, it looks like the church. The rocks are so white and the water is so blue and it just looks so incredible. So I can't wait until I can get over to Taiwan and meet up with Jasmine in person and do some of these canyons. They just look really cool. Shout out to Jasmine for working with the Taiwan authorities. Um, be able to do the explorations that she is doing and also for being on the search and rescue and recovering so many people to bring them home to their families. That is really awesome. I commend anybody who is on the search and rescue team. It's such an incredible way to give back to the community. So shout out to all you guys that are on search and rescue. If you have an idea for this show, please reach out to me at the are calling at gmail.com. I really appreciate everybody that has reached out so far. The compliments are so encouraging, and the suggestions have been awesome. Most of the time, I already have that person in mind, um, but it's really cool that other people are on my same wavelength. So when I started this podcast, I honestly had no idea where it was going to go, and the first few people that I asked to be on the show denied me. So I was wondering if it was really a good thing to do. And then I started the show anyway, and I have gotten such incredible feedback. So that warms my heart. So you can also join us on our Facebook group page. I will have links to that in the show. I'm also on Instagram, but I really am still trying to figure out how that whole thing works. So I'm not as good on Instagram as I am on Facebook just putting that out there Uh. (laughs) okay well I'm sure you all have other things to do and I hear the canyons
1: calling let's go